scarred legs after the car accident. Grace grabbed a shopping cart from the station and turned back to where the children waited. In the process, she caught a glimpse of herself in the car window. She was an average height, with a lean waist and legs, and curving breasts and hips. If family genetics were anything to go by, she would have to take care when she hit middle age, or those curves of hers would become too generous. Her short, fine, strawberry-blonde hair was sticking up in tufts because she kept running her fingers through it. Her hazel eyes were dull and her skin pallid from lack of sleep. She touched her reflection in the window, noting the dark circles under her eyes. I used to be pretty, she thought. Then she felt angry that it mattered to her. Screw pretty. I'd rather be strong. Pretty fades over time. Strength gets you through the bad shit, and that matters because sometimes there's a lot of bad shit. She lifted Chloe into the cart, then she transferred Max over into his baby carrier. Chloe sat in the shopping cart, folding her delicate four-year-old body into a tiny package. She was singing softly to her miniature Lala Whoopsie doll, or whatever the hell the doll was called, and making it dance along the rim of the cart. Chloe's pale blonde hair was fine and silky. It was a lot like how Grace's and her sister Petra's had been when they were small. Both Grace's and Petra's hair had darkened as they grew older. There was a good chance Chloe's hair would deepen into the same shade of strawberry blonde, while Max had inherited his father's Mediterranean-style dark good looks. Chloe's curls were now floating around her head, except, Grace noticed with embarrassment, for a tangled knot at the back. She had forgotten to comb Chloe's hair before they went out. Well, hell, she'd forgotten to comb her own hair, too. That's what she got for trying to stagger through her day in a half-coma. She tried finger-combing first Chloe's hair, then her own, with limited success. Nine-month-old Max was sound asleep and snoring in his carrier, his little rosebud mouth open. After being so sick through the night, the poor baby boy was exhausted. Pushing the cart with the children loaded into it, Grace limped into the grocery store. Super Saver was a no-frills discount grocery store, with goods stacked in the aisles in cardboard boxes, but they had a refrigerated and freezer section, and the store was air-conditioned. Grace sighed with relief as cool air licked her skin, even as the change in temperature made her exhausted head spin. She gritted her teeth. All she had to do was get the groceries home and put away the stuff that needed refrigeration. She could put everything else away later. Maybe she could coax Chloe into watching a Dora the Explorer DVD while Grace stretched out on the couch and napped. Sometime that day she had to figure out which of the red-inked bills she could pay, but that could wait until she had at least part of her brain back in working order. She frowned at the stack of boxes in front of her. Should she get two cans of tuna or three? They were down to the last of their food stamps for the month, and every small decision mattered. Once, neither Grace nor anyone else in her family would have dreamed of going on food stamps— Her lineage was a very old, proud one, with its roots in ancient Greece. 
The Andreas family had a unique power among human witches, the power of the oracle, that was passed down from female to female over countless generations. Once, the oracle had been located in a sacred temple complex at Delphi. Kings and queens, Roman senators and emperors, humans and all sorts of creatures from the elder races came as supplicants to petition for her prophecies. In return, they laid a fortune in gold and jewels at her feet. It was all part of an ancient social contract that almost nobody remembered to honor any longer. The oracle spoke for the people, and the people were to support her. Petitioners were to give offerings to the oracle. The oracle could not ask for or demand money. If she did, she would be charging for her services, and legend had it, the moment she did that, she would lose her power of prophecy. Other family members could...